Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of movement abnormalities found under the neurology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 65-year-old man is brought to his primary care physician by his wife due to abnormal movement. She states that her husband appears depressed and has a tremor that occurs at rest. She also reports that he moves very slowly. The patient says that he has no current concerns. Past medical history includes hypertension, which is treated with hydrochlorothiazide. On physical exam, there is a right-sided, 3 to 5 hertz resting pill-rolling tremor and cogwheel rigidity of the right upper extremity. On gait testing, the patient takes short steps and has a stooped posture. This is a case of Parkinson's disease. Let's continue with an introduction to movement abnormalities. Abnormal movements can result from impairment of the upper and lower motor neurons, the motor cortex, the motor association cortex, the cerebellum, and the basal ganglia. An example of a movement disorder that is caused by basal ganglia dysfunction includes Wilson's disease. Now let's discuss movement disorders in more detail. Let's begin with tremors. A central tremor most commonly affects the hands or arms. It is typically bilateral and can cause functional impairment. The tremor worsens with stress and improves with alcohol and beta blockers. It is often familial with an autosomal dominant inheritance pattern. Treatment includes beta blockers and primidone. A physiologic tremor affects all people, but it may become visible with caffeine, beta agonists, hypoglycemia, anxiety, excitement, alcohol and opioid withdrawal, and thyrotoxicosis. Treatment is dependent on the etiology, for example, decreasing caffeine intake. An intention tremor is an appendicular ataxia. When using the extremity toward a target, there is a regular and oscillating movement, and it is associated with cerebellar disorders. A resting tremor is a tremor that occurs when the limbs are relaxed. It can be best observed when distracting the patient. The tremor improves when the patient moves their limbs, and it can be described as pill rolling. This is an important part of Parkinson's disease. Now let's discuss dystonia. This is sustained or slowed abnormal positions of the limb, trunk, or face. Examples of dystonia include torticollis, blepharospasm, spasmodic dysphonia, and writer's cramp. It is believed to be due to dysfunction of the basal ganglia. In terms of treatment, many cases have a good response to botulinum toxin injection. Now let's discuss myoclonus. This is rapid muscular jerks that can be due to multiple causes, such as seizure, as an example from juvenile myoclonic epilepsy. Other causes include anoxic brain injury, encephalitis, toxic or metabolic encephalopathy, paraneoplastic syndromes, and Kurtzfeldt-Jakob disease. Chorea is a dance-like involuntary movement, and an important cause of chorea is Huntington's disease. Now let's discuss athetosis. This is a writhing and twisting movement of the limbs, face, and trunk that can merge with chorea to form chorioathetosis. Bolismus is rotatory or flinging movement of the proximal limb muscles. The most common type of bolismus is hemibolismus. This is contralateral extremity flinging movement secondary to a lesion such as a lacunar stroke to the subthalamic nucleus. Now let's discuss tics. This is a sudden and brief movement that is preceded by an urge that is then relieved after the movement is performed. Types of tics include motor tics 
and vocal tics, such as barking-like noises and coprolalia. An important syndrome to know is Tourette's syndrome, which is associated with tics. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to movement abnormalities, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 45-year-old male presents to your office following a diagnosis of an autosomal dominant disease. He has started therapy and has a strong family support system. He endorses a decrease in appetite over the last two weeks that he attributes to sadness surrounding his diagnosis and a depressed mood but denies any suicidal ideation. He continues to enjoy working in the yard and playing with his children. On physical exam, you notice involuntary, quick, jerky movements of his hands and feet. Which of the following would you expect to see in this patient? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Caudate overactivity Choice 2. Caudate imputamen atrophy Choice 3. Depigmentation of the substantia nigra pars compacta Choice 4. Atrophy of the subthalamic nucleus Or Choice 5. Lesion in the vermis The best answer to this question is choice two, caudate and putamen atrophy. This patient with Huntington's disease is presenting with the characteristic jerky, dance-like movement known as chorea. Chorea is the result of atrophy of the caudate and putamen and leads to hydrocephalus ex vacuo. Huntington's disease is an autosomal dominant trinucleotide repeat disorder. In this disease, NMDA receptor binding and glutamate excitotoxicity result in neuronal death in specific regions of the brain. Importantly, neuronal death in basal ganglia structures such as the caudate and putamen cause choreiform movements, such as those seen in this patient. Caudate and putamen atrophy are specific findings in Huntington's disease. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Huntington's disease results in caudate atrophy rather than caudate overactivity. This decrease in function is due to neuronal degeneration. Choice 3. Depigmentation of substantia nigra pars compacta is seen in Parkinson's disease rather than Huntington's disease. This is due to a loss of dopaminergic neurons. Choice 4. Atrophy of the subthalamic nucleus is often the result of a lacunar stroke. This causes sudden, flailing movements of the contralateral extremities. Choice 5. A lesion of the cerebellar vermis would involve the midline structures, resulting in truncal ataxia with the wide-based gait and bilateral limb abnormalities. Huntington's disease does not characteristically involve the cerebellum. Finally, a bullet summary. Huntington's disease is an autosomal dominant neurodegenerative disorder with a characteristic jerky, dance-like movement known as chorea that is a result of atrophy of the caudate amputamen. That's all for this review about movement abnormalities. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. 
Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 Podcast.